Welcome to House of Hoops, episode 45. It's Monday, December 21st, 2020, and I'm Jeff Hausman. Thank you, everybody, for listening. On today's show, we got my man, Bo Brady, with us. What's up? What up, Bo? Also, we have a regular guest around here uh, on the phone with us is Brian. What's up? Merry Christmas, everybody. What up, Clark? And uh, we got a little rare treat this week. (laughs) Fantasy basketball wizard Evan Robinson. What's happening? What up, dude? <laughs> Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Laddie, oh, my pleasure. Yes, thank you. Laddie's out this week. Uh, hopefully next week he'll be back. I don't really know. We may never see Laddie again. <laughs> no, I'm sure he'll be back at some time. But today we're going to have some fun. We're going to track a little hoops. Um, what else are we going to do? I don't know. We're going to talk basketball. Maybe some fantasy hoops. Um, go over some news. Talk about some bad beats and gambling. I don't know. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter. We're at House of Hoops, H-A-U-S of Hoops. We're on Instagram at House of Hoops Podcast. You can call anytime you want. Leave a voicemail. Don't leave a voicemail. I don't know. Just call. It's 901-365-75. Thanks again for tuning in. Oh, yeah. You know what else we got to do this week? We got to pick a game for next week's episode. Pick game segment. Hoops starts tomorrow. You guys aware of this? I'm ready. Basketball. Let's go. Tomorrow. Bo, how's your week been? It's been pretty pretty good. Pretty standard. There's no snow on the ground, which I'm happy about. A lot of people are not. It's okay. You get to, I'm sure it'll <clears throat> snow at some point up there, huh? Yeah, it'll snow and it'll stick around for three or four months. Yeah, it sounds fucking terrible. That's, it's not too bad. Yeah. Is that about all you've been doing this week? Just staring out the window waiting for it to snow? Yeah, uh, well, I watched the rest of Mandalorian. That was good. Mandalorian? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Star right. Wars. Oh, <laughs> No, I don't know. <laughs> it's on Disney Plus. It's there it's on the second season. It's pretty awesome. Oh, it's a show. Yeah. Is that the Marvel show? That's the one with Baby Yoda. You've <laughs> seen you've seen those memes. 
I don't know. <laughs> no, Marvel is on Disney Plus. Isn't it Marvel? I don't really care for Marvel. It doesn't do it for me. Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, I guess this week Kate got her vaccine and so did my dad. So that's exciting. Oh, shit. When do you get yours? I'm back of the line. If I was if I was a working stiff, still I'd probably be getting it. If I was you know working in a hospital again, oh, I'd be getting it. But uh, they don't hook up the whole family. No, oh. I don't go see COVID patients. Yeah. I'm not the uh, pregnant lady emergency room, as Kate is. Maybe you are. Maybe I am. <laughs> what about uh, Brian? What have you been up to? Ah, uh, man, just the same old, same old, working and living. Yeah. Nothing, nothing much to report here. feel like I had a pretty good uh, fantasy draft with you guys last Tuesday. Yeah, we did, the, we did the draft. That was the big thing. That was a highlight of my week for sure. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, that was it, man. Yeah, drafting and working and trying to get some last-minute Christmas shopping done. Yeah, we've all been busy. You know, I almost – I. I went back and forth with even doing an episode this week, but maybe we can just kind of keep it short. It's been a busy week for everyone. How about you, Evans? What you been up to? I ain't seen you in a while. Yeah, it's been a minute. Man, I've just been laying around uh, pretty much eating food and watching TV, so probably gaining some weight, just being <laughs> lazy. Started rewatching Game of Thrones for because I have nothing else to do with my life. <laughs> So that was what you went. <laughs> that's what you went towards. <laughs> Game of yeah, I mean we've re we've like rewatched everything else that's available. So we we're like, oh, we could do Game of Thrones again, <laughs> <laughs> or we could just die. <laughs> <laughs> it was between those two things. Toss up. So yeah, and just uh, just ordering a bunch of uh, Uber Eats and basically yeah. eating in bed. You know, <laughs> normal person stuff. That's normal. Normal, non-depressed person stuff. All right. So it's all uh, exactly what I thought it would be <laughs> for your uh, last six months or whatever, however long it's been. Yeah, that covers the last six months. All right. <laughs> I ain't been doing shit either. You're talking about rewatching stuff. I got uh, the girlfriend hooked on Mad Men. So we've just been burning through those. Nice. But we're watching them on Amazon. <laughs> And uh, there's commercials. It's not just commercials. It's the same four commercials. Like oh, God. Four times an episode, maybe more. It's burning a hole in my fucking brain. I can't fucking hardly handle it anymore. Amazon has, com- like, for Prime? Yeah. Some stuff does. Some stuff doesn't. Uh, oh, my God. Because Jeff Bezos doesn't have enough money. Back in the good old days, we got a variety of commercials with cable, at least. Right. <laughs> At least they were different. These are just the same ones over and over. It's pretty exhausting. Like every yeah, that's t- oh, and they're not timed out well at either. Like during the show, it'll just br- bust into a commercial like in a very like deep like part of the show or whatever. Just, <laughs> yeah. Bam! This fucking bright ass <laughs> light in a fucking whatever stupid ad. It's loud as shit. Bright. It's like oh god! It's four in the morning. Yeah, that's no good. <laughs> it's like a locked on podcast. It's just like, well, in the Grizzlies, and here we are with a commercial. <laughs> yeah, it's just like that. Locked on is the worst for that. I don't know it. Fix it, locked on. I've stopped listening. 
<laughs> Damn, throwing a shade. That. I cannot stand it. <laughs> I, no, you like. I, I can't take it. So I just, I was like, you know what? Fuck them. Fuck I don't them. need this. There's enough podcasts out there. Here on the House of Hoops, you will never hear an advertisement ever until you get paid to do one. No way. Yeah. Nobody, nobody's going to pay us. Uh, that reminds me, I need to plug something real quick. <laughs> <laughs> my soap, my soap making company. <laughs> All right. What else have we done this week? House of Hoops is on Pandora. This is not an ad for Pandora. It's an ad for House of Hoops. We finally got approved. It took a really long time. But we're trying to get on as many formats as possible. Not that it's helping at all. What else? What What do they have to do to approve you? I don't know. That's <laughs> That just seems weird. Yeah, I submitted a... Like, hmm? I'm just trying to think of what the approval process would be for that. Yeah, I don't know. Quality, somebody like, listening somebody listening to the actual podcast <laughs> i hope so <laughs> i think they just listen to like sound quality and they like have to decide whether or not you're good enough to be on their airwaves i don't really yeah. know i don't really fucking know but we made it nobody listens Woo! to who listens to podcasts on pandora <laughs> yeah i didn't even know that was a thing yeah i don't know I, I figure, like, we can't be in too many places, so fuck it. I feel like on the Pandora platform, you're definitely getting some poorly timed ads. <laughs> like, they're definitely just going to bust through. Yeah, you know. right. On ZipRecruiter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It took a really I use, long time. I use MailChimp. <laughs> what is it? I use MailChimp. <laughs> MailChimp? <laughs> Stamps.com. <laughs> Stop giving away all this free advertising. <laughs> Look, I figure the only Stamps, way. Stamps.com backslash house of hoops. <laughs> yeah, I figure the only way we'll ever make money here is if we do like some kind of subscription based shit. I don't know about the ads. Nate Duncan's doing the subscription based thing for his dunked on podcast. And I'm like, well, <laughs> see you later, Nate. <laughs> yeah, right. That's the thing. Like, who's going to pay for it? I don't know. I think a lot of people probably do. I, I, I just can't. There's too much content out there to actually pay for a podcast. Yeah. You know what? I'm fine with doing this forever and never getting paid. I don't give a shit. Fuck writers anyway. They're all thieves. I don't know about that. Yeah, they are. Thieves? Writers? Yeah. They're just stealing shit from each other and other places they've seen it and giving nobody credit anyway. They source their stuff. The good ones do. Some of them. Everybody else is just ripping somebody else off. Sometimes writers uh, source themselves. <laughs> like they'll source uh, an article they wrote, you know, a week or two <laughs> earlier. I've seen that I've seen locally that. quite a bit. I've seen that in Memphis. We got a few, we got some guys that like to do that in Memphis. One in particular, but I'm not here to blast nobody. <laughs> I like Hollinger stuff. I just don't have the athletic anymore. I can get you that. You've been saying that for weeks now. Remind me. I will. Fine. I know you're busy. Fine. Shit. (laughs) Why don't we start with some news? All right. Well, what? uh, I got some news pulled up unless you got some stuff. No, you go ahead. The Bucks were penalized for that uh, botched sign and trade with uh, Bogdanovich. Oh, shit. 
they were penalized a 2022 second round pick. So it's over for the Bucks. Mm. Pretty weak, <laughs> pretty weak uh, penalty. Forget it. They gotta, they gotta blow it up. Yeah, and I, I guess they agreed to an extension with some guy named Giannis. Also, oh yeah. So the five-year supermax, the largest contract in NBA history. Dang. What yeah. happened with the signing trade? Um, they announced it too early, and the league was like, "Okay, no." Well, yeah, what happened, with, uh, to be a little more specific, Milwaukee agreed to a sign-and-trade with Sacramento, but they hadn't even started uh, free agent signing yet. How do you agree with a sign-and-trade when this guy's he was a restricted free agent? He hadn't even yeah. gone through the process yet. Is that correct, That's Bo? right. Yeah, it hadn't free agency hadn't kicked off, so technically the, you yeah. could not have agreed to that cost him a second round pick a 2022 second round pretty soft yeah i guess so, that's why they didn't give a shit about doing it <laughs> yeah so that'll be the uh, 60th pick in the 2022 draft yeah right so basically one one guy is not getting drafted that year oh damn they didn't even think about it that way they probably wouldn't even but, have a fucking roster spot anyway it doesn't matter those dudes i mean you can do a draft and stash Basically, they just lose a little bit of currency. Well, it sucks for the 60th pick. Some guy's going to be like, damn, I could have been in the NBA. I could have got drafted. Now I'm going to the G League on this damn two-way. Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe they should like auction off that draft pick to the highest team bidder. Yeah, I don't know exactly how it works. I, I'm pretty sure it's just like that draft pick doesn't happen. It's Weird. Just, there's 29 picks in the second round. Somebody should be able to buy that shit. I'll buy that Bucks pick, and then uh, the money can go to like charity or some shit, or straight into Silver's pocket. I don't care. <laughs> what else was in the news, Bo? <laughs> uh, there's a bunch of extensions. We mentioned Giannis's extension. One I want to get to. It's not an extension. It's a signing. You do not. You do not want signed a two-way contract with the Tampa Bay Raptors. Yuda, former Good Grizzly. For him. Yeah. So he's. He's a, over there now. I don't know where their G League affiliate is. I guess it's the Raptors 905, which is, I think they play in Toronto. So they're, but there's a G League bubble this year. Is that correct? I don't know. Yeah. I know what's going on with that. Yeah. Yeah. The Raptors 905, where they play? They play in Canada. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't keep up with the G League that closely because there's an NBA. <laughs> yeah. That's just kind of Grizzlies related, but the extensions you had the Gobert sign the five year two hundred five million, and then you had some other noteworthy guys. Kyle Kuzma signed three years and forty million. <laughs> Derek White for the Spurs, four and seventy three. Jonathan Isaac Magic four and eighty. Markel Fultz actually signed one for three and fifty. OG Nanobi signed one for four and seventy two with the Raptors, and then a surprise one was Luke Kennard signed one with the Clippers, four years sixty four million. Yeah, I saw that. That was a weird one. Clippers. I'm sure I missed one, but those are kind of the the headliners. Is Luke Kennard good? I, I don't. I mean, you know, I think he's decent. He's got some upside, and then it's kind of like that. Uh, what was that contract? The Heat signing uh, was it Myers Leonard or somebody that they so some ridiculous extension that they it was just going to be. Put in a trade package, you know. I think that's kind of what they probably did. There's upside with 
canard and then you can also package that contract eventually with some assets to get something else back right those like 10 million dollar contracts stuff like that they're good to have around for trades exactly to yeah. make money work they're good to have around it seems like like uh paul Millsap. yeah denver was doing the right thing when they signed i mean he's a good player but if you could a james harden came up and you had a 30 million dollar paul Millsap expiring or you know it a couple of tens or a couple fifteens, yeah. It's easier to make money work out if you've got a bunch of guys that make uh, ten, fifteen million. Yeah, it seems like it's not a bad strategy. Go ahead and sign guys on three, four year deals. How uh, much that did you say? Derek White was making seventy three or something. He Derek White got four and seventy three. Yeah, really. Huh. Yeah, the Spurs like him. Yeah, that's I mean that's all they got. Young guy. I mean they have uh, what's his face. Dejounte Murray, both Murray and Derek White are on my fantasy team. Yeah, you handcuffed. <laughs> I did. You got you got Derek White for a dollar. I think I got him for more than that, didn't I? You're not paying him eighteen point two five million dollars a year. No, I'm definitely not. <laughs> Derek White for six dollars. Dejounte Murray for seventeen. It's pretty good in a twenty team league. Rudy Gay for a dollar. I got three Spurs. <laughs> the worst team. <laughs> That's like your your opinion, man. We'll get, look, we'll get into this fantasy stuff in a little bit. Another piece of news: Malik Beasley reached a plea deal in that uh, pointing a rifle at a family. Oh yeah. So he's got three years of supervision and probation. Uh, he may get some time served after the NBA season and it would likely be at home with electronic monitoring because of the I don't know if you guys have heard of this the COVID-19 pandemic so if he was to serve time it would be at home and it's kind of bizarre that they're only he's like he's got a felony now and it will drop down to a misdemeanor if he you know completes his supervision in the Star Tribune in this story written by a Paul Walsh, who I don't know who, who Paul Walsh is, but I'm going to give him credit. Beasley's quoted as saying, I could have retreated. I was not in my right mind. I'm ready to move on. So they're just like giving this guy a slap on the wrist, mm-hmm. which is insane to me. And the Timberwolves gave him this huge extension, which, which I, I didn't even mention Beasley's extension. He, that was, that was two weeks ago, I guess he got that extension, but I would have almost cut bait on the guy. I don't care how good he is. That's you can't have a guy like that in your locker room. Like, what what's next for this idiot? Well, he's a first time offender, right? Yeah, but a gunman. What what were the like circumstances that he pointed a gun at a family? I can't remember. It was I just remember reading it and just being like, holy shit. <laughs> they were there um, was some family. They were driving around looking at houses or some shit, and they pulled up in in his driveway or something. It was in Plymouth, Minnesota, which is. It's like a nice suburb outside of Minneapolis. It's ah, fuck. Is, is it nicer than your suburb? <laughs> I'm I well, I do live in St. Paul, which is the largest suburb of Minneapolis, as people like to call it. But no, I'm in the city, man. Uh, okay. I don't know. In the grand scheme of things there, it's not you know, when you look at NBA crime, it's not that bad. I mean, you didn't it's not like you parked at a Walgreens, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and get tased. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Brian, I'm going to stop us real quick. You're really muffly. What are you using? Really? 
Yeah. I can barely... uh, Bluetooth headphones. Oh, okay. I mean, it's working. Hang on. But... A little muffled. A little muffled, yeah. Are they working? <clears throat> is that, is that, let me clear my throat. Is that any better? I mean, yeah, it's fine. You got, food, you got food in your mouth or what? <laughs> no. <laughs> Just some booze. <laughs> this is it. That's Vanelli's move, man. <laughs> I am watch. I am watching the football game. Yeah, is Cincinnati still winning? Yeah, the uh, I've just watched the Tigers lose to Tulsa. Oh, so if you, if you were looking at me on Zoom and I was shaking my head and putting my hands on my head, that's why. <laughs> yeah, Tigers football. It may have peaked. It's, uh... It was uh, basketball. Oh, I thought you said football. Oh, God. Did I, was they watching, I, was, I was watching the Cincinnati. Weren't they favored uh, by like nine and a half? Pittsburgh game, yeah. Yeah, Fuck. they shouldn't have lost that. That's crazy. Tigers are yeah, fucking blowing it. And <laughs> terrible. What was the problem, Brian? Did you watch the whole game? Yeah. Uh, it just looks Sometimes it looks like they don't know how to play basketball. Um, <laughs> I mean, but that's just a, probably about every – college basketball game you watch yeah that's part of penny's style though yeah i don't know i mean i had i had high hopes because they've got the uh deandre williams guy from evansville that started the last game he was he was one of the guys that he applied for a transfer waiver to play immediately this year never went through and then the ncaa pushed through like a blanket Mm -hmm. uh just every everybody who who filed a waiver to transfer immediately got to play this year due to uh, COVID. Right. That, that guy's 24 and has like two years of eligibility left. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a 24 year old junior. That's awesome. Yeah. But he's just, he's a spark plug guy. I mean, he's a lot of energy. I've you know, watched him play in, in transition on defense. He's kind of pointing out assignments and he looks like a smart player. He looks like a leader on the team mm-hmm. kind of guy who, uh, Brings his lunch pail to work and just tries to outwork everybody else. Guy who just wants it more. <laughs> Apparently, it did not work out. Not in this game. He was the first one off the court in the loss. <laughs> I mean, just mm. walked straight back to the locker room. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, he gives the Tigers the business back there. Yeah, maybe. He is the old man, I guess. I've been around. Now, y'all listen up. I ain't here to blow my last opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a good way to celebrate the five-year contract extension with a loss to Tulsa. Oof. He's uh, talking about Penny Hardaway signed a five-year contract extension like today, right? Yeah. He agreed to yeah. it today, yeah. Uh, hey, at least we didn't lose by 40. Uh, the Tigers lost to Tulsa by 40 points last year. <laughs> so. I think my t- favorite Tigers player is uh, the Nolly kid. That guy's good. I like his game. Landers Nolly. Yeah, we were we watched a game together last week, and mm-hmm. and yeah, you were watching him. He's he's a good player. Yeah, <clears throat> they've got good players. They just don't they don't look they just don't look very cohesive. I don't know if that's coaching or if the players don't listen to coaches. Or... Yeah, it's hard to say. Maybe they need to be scrutinized a bit. I don't watch enough Tigers games to really have an opinion on it. But the few games I have watched, it it just looks like AAU ball. Nobody's there's no like you don't watch the game and say, Wow, that's some great passing or oh what a great find. It's it's more of like, oh, he made a play out of nothing, it seems like. You're right. They don't really seem to have they don't run sets, you know. Yeah. But coaches in college coaches, man, it can take some time to find your yeah. rhythm, to find your players. 
to make it figure out how to make it work. He's got at least five more years. Yeah, <laughs> I think. I mean, I think personally, Penny will have that job as long as he wants it. As long as he's selling tickets and getting recruits, who the fuck else are you going to get that's going to get better recruits than this? Not Tubby. Everybody else, yeah, and everybody else is do, is doing what Memphis is doing. The whole league is copying. I don't think you're going to find anybody better that's willing to come to Memphis. I think you're right. Did you guys see anything else in the news you want to talk about, or should we just keep this thing going? All right, I got two more news things. All right, hurry it up. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to give you a... a Quick secret to my news. Do y'all want to hear how I get my news for the week? <laughs> yes. Or no? Yes. So if you go to our NBA, the Reddit on NBA, and you hit top and you click past week, it brings up literally the whole bit of news for the whole week that obviously it's the people that are on Reddit found it the most interesting, but I feel like it's a good way to, you don't have to keep a list of it. Oh. You can just keep, pull that up and then you have, you can scroll through it. And it reminds me of all that stuff. Interesting. I feel like that's actually really helpful. Yeah. Anyway, so two things. Uh, I don't know if we want to hit. We can hit on the first one really quickly. Uh, Kyrie Irving burned sage in the uh, TD Garden in Boston before the game. Yeah, what did you think about that? I just think he's just being a a knucklehead. I mean, I I, I guess it means something to him. And so... I, I can respect that, but also I think maybe he's just doing it for show mm-hmm. and trying to stand out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how that. long before he how long before he changes his name to something weird? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What yeah. was so the sage burning? Did he explain? I, I didn't see. Did he? Did he explain why? Like what he was trying to to cleanse. The uh, you know, area if of? he if he did, I did not seek it out because I don't. Or is he still not talking to the media? <laughs> I he has since talked to the media. I would assume, based on how his career went in Boston, that that was like a vibes thing. Like I think so too. Trying yeah. to clear the bad juju out of the air, maybe a fresh start with the Boston arena, the Boston court. That's what it seemed like to me. But I don't know. That shit was all over ESPN, whatever. He got attention. That was probably what it was mostly about. Yeah. So, anyway, it's just Kyrie being Kyrie, like, whatever. And, like, yeah. you said, Evan, like, when does he change his name to something weird? Yeah, I was into Sage when I was fucking 22. <laughs> or however old he is. Like, oh, yeah, man, I got a new apartment. I got to burn some fucking Sage. Yeah, he went to the locker room and like played with a hacky sack and bongos after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put his uh, sh- white shell necklace on. <laughs> I get All it. Right. He's get, he's trying to be spiritual. He's trying to find his inner Kyrie Chi. I like that Kyrie Chi. <laughs> Kyrie Chi. Kyrie Chi. That could be the name. It's definitely his name, Kairichi. I like it. <laughs> the only thing I saw that was worth talking about to me at all was the 2020-21 uh, 20, 20, Kia season preview, the general manager survey. That is exactly what it sounds like. So all the GMs are given a survey to fill out from the NBA, and then like I guess the stats are compiled and released to the public. 
sponsored by Kia. Kia, it's still a Kia. <laughs> uh, we can talk about this a little bit. I don't want to spend too much time on it because you know I, I realize why we're all here, and it's not to fucking talk about the general manager survey. But real quick, the survey was kind of broken into sections. So there's a couple here I thought that were interesting. They ask all the GMs and they answer. Okay. Which team will win the 2021 NBA Finals? The Lakers are the overwhelming favorite at 81%. The Clippers are second at 11. So the last year, the Clippers were at 46%. So they were way down this year. Like uh, the, G- the, other, the rest of the league has lost faith, it would seem, in the Clippers. They lost their coach. They underproduced in the bubble and in the playoffs. Not much faith there. Also receiving votes with Nets and the Heat. But the Lakers are an overwhelming favorite here. So just go put your life savings on the Lakers to win the title, and you'll win a little bit of money. Very little. Yes, very little. I think that yeah, I think the GM the GMs are right. Anybody here disagree with the GMs on my pick? No. It's either LA, Miami, or Memphis. <laughs> there you go. No, I think the Warriors have a shot in honesty. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, I think the Warriors have a shot, but we'll see. Clay is I wouldn't I wouldn't vote for Brooklyn. Nah. They have you really Jeff Green. Think the Warriors have a shot, huh? Yeah, I do think the Warriors have a shot. I wouldn't vote for the Nets because they have Jeff Green. <laughs> I think Brooklyn looks pretty good, but I don't think they're beating the Lakers. Yeah. DeAndre Jordan, he can guard AD, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Nets got a team. But it's probably the Lakers. Come on. They, <clears throat> it looked like it was pretty easy for them last year. The Kia MVP. This one's a little closer. It's Giannis at 32%, Luca 21, AD at 18, Braun at 18, Durant at 7, Jokic at 4. Last year, Giannis was at 52%, so he's down 20%. So I don't, there doesn't appear to be as so much faith in him getting the three-peat MVP. Any one of those guys could potentially win it. Luca, AD, LeBron. Looks a little more balanced this year. Who's the oldest dude to win MVP? Bron's like 35 now, isn't he? Yeah, who is the oldest? Carl Malone was 35 in 98, 99. Jordan nice. was, yeah, Jordan was 34 in 97, 98. Those are the oldest ones. Bron's turning 36 this, this year, I think, so he ain't getting it. <laughs> who, Bron? Was that the lockout season, 98, 99? Yeah, Carl, Carl Malone won it during the lockout year, I believe. Oh, okay. Because he only played 49 games and wasn't even a damn all-star. <clears throat> Not that you need to be an all-star to be the MVP, but it must have been lockout. lockout. Interesting. Yeah, because the first game is in February. Uh, was there an all-star game? Probably not. All right. Where was I? Okay. There won't be one this year. If you you know there'll be a break though it looks like anyway if uh, you were starting a franchise today you could sign any player in the NBA who would it be Giannis won that Luca AD also got votes uh, Giannis and Luca tied I believe oh yeah it was a tie yeah they tied they both tied with uh they tied with forty three percent oh okay piece. interesting and I mean those are the guys those are the guys I mean I don't know if I don't know if maybe Luca gets an edge with me just due to age yeah he's a little younger but yeah 
I guess you don't take LeBron because he's about to be 36. Let's see. What else was interesting? Okay, here's one. Which player is most likely to have a breakout season? SGA got 15%. Michael Porter Jr. got 15%. De'Aaron Fox got 12. Devin Booker got 8. Zion got 8. Those are low percentages, though. Breakout season seems a little uh, spread out on votes. They got a lot. I mean, of hasn't guys. Booker already had a breakout? Like what? Yeah, Booker. Booker's kind of already there. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he's already like the man there. <laughs> what else can he do? Yeah, I, I mean, I guess he could like average like thirty a game instead of twenty six <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah, is that even like a breakout? Yeah, like Bull Bull in Denver is probably a better chance of a breakout. Kevin Durant got votes. Yeah, Durant got <laughs> votes. Uh, Luca. Luca. Those guys are def- those are guys are primed for breakout seasons. <laughs> Gordon Hayward. <laughs> what? John Morant made the list. Well, we know that's going to be true. Mm-hmm. Here's one that's interesting: the best point guard in the NBA. Steph Curry got thirty percent. Number one, Damian Lillard twenty-two. Luca nineteen. Chris Paul, 15, LeBron, 11, Harden, 4. Steph Curry got 90% of the votes last year. He got 30 this year. I think it's Damian Lillard, but whatever. We shall see. Yeah, but Curry didn't play last year, so he could have a breakout season this year. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Which team made the best overall moves this offseason? Lakers got number one, Phoenix number two, OKC three, Hawks four. Oh, no. Fuck all that shit. I mean, I guess the Lakers probably did the best in offseason. They have a really good team. Most underrated player acquisition. Serge Ibaka, Steven Adams, and Robert Covington, and then Seth Curry, number four. Where did Serge go? He went to the Clippers? Yeah. Yeah, he's their Jermichael Green replacement, right? Jermichael Green, <laughs> yeah. It, he fills a big fucking hole there, for sure. He's their Montrez Herald replacement. Right. Some of these, I don't know. Most surprising move in the offseason, Gordon Hayward to Charlotte, followed by John Wall, Russell Westbrook trade. All I right. wasn't as much surprised by the Gordon Hayward move as much as I was the Gordon Hayward contract, I think. <laughs> yes. Here's one. Uh, rookie of the year. Sorry, the Kia Rookie of the Year. Hmm. LaMelo Ball, number one. Wiseman, number two. Obi Toppin from New York, number three. Anthony Edwards, number four. Well, why the fuck did Edwards go fucking first in the draft then? Yeah. And Obi Toppin, I guess that's just the Knicks are going to give him opportunity. Yeah, they waved all their their power forwards. They waved the 10 power forwards they have on their roster. (laughs) They they waved like 70 million worth of power forwards. (laughs) Obi's getting some run. <laughs> Him and Julius Randle. Which rookie will be best? Will be the best player in five years? Wiseman number one, Lamelo number two, Anthony Edwards three, Patrick Williams from Chicago four. Why wasn't Wiseman the number one draft pick then? Yeah, I don't get that. The biggest steal in the draft. Tyrese Halliburton was voted number one for Sacramento, forty-three percent. Yeah, he went number 12. That was, uh, yeah, there was a lot of talk that night about why he was dropping. Hmm. Obi Toppin's in the top 10. 
Is Bane on there? No, I don't see him. <laughs> Precious Achua got votes. No Bane though. They're sleeping on Bane. Bane, Bane got no votes. Sleepy time. <laughs> night, 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 <laughs> night, night. League. Best coach: Spolstra, Nick Nurse, Popovich, Stevens. I don't know. This goes on like forever. It does. Yeah, the rest of these are kind of. Eh. Which head coach will make the? Which new head coach will make the biggest re- biggest impact on his new team? Who was that? Uh, Steve Nash. Steve Nash, number one with twenty eight percent of the vote. Nash, Doc, Tyron, Lou, one, two, and three. Yeah. Tyron tied with uh, Stan Van Gundy at three with sixteen percent of the vote. Okay, I'm just going to skip ahead to this one that I think is kind of interesting, and then we'll move on. The biggest pandemic related challenge facing your team this roster. This season, number one, travel, protocols and safety on the road, 21%. Number two, staying healthy, 18%. Number three, compliance and responsibility. Lack of fans, lack of group interaction, mental health, and unpredictability all got 7%. Makes sense. I guess they gave them like a list of the problems they foresee this year in the season, and they just like, oh, that one, that one, that one. What about the shit that's not on the list? Like death on a team. <laughs> yeah, it seems like that should be pretty high up there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here's one for the Memphis fans. Which team has the maybe most Kyrie? Oh, go sorry, go ahead. I was say maybe, maybe Kyrie gets uh, pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> that could be a thing. <laughs> Uh, like that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? <laughs> yeah. I need a beer. <laughs> Here's one for the Grizz fans, all right? And it's not great. It's probably better for New Orleans fans. Most promising young core. Number one, Pelicans, 41%. At least we're in the fucking top two. Memphis Grizzlies, 22%. Then it goes Hawks. What? Boston, Denver, Dallas. I think they got it all fucked up. I think Memphis belongs at the top. All right. That's about, I don't know if there's any reason to go into this. We're not trying to be here all night, right? Not all night. Yeah, let's move on from this. Uh, The last thing in the news is March 25th has been decided as the trade deadline. March 25th. That's something to keep in mind. It's only three months away. So you said they're not doing all-star game? No, they're going to do like an all-star weekend where they just have time off, I think. And then they might vote all-stars. I don't fucking know yet. I don't know if anybody knows. But uh, I don't think they're going to have like a game where everybody gets together and parties in a city. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. That makes sense. They'll vote for teams. They just won't play the game. Yeah, they just won't play. You You can't just not be getting your bonuses. That would be ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, there's a... It's a pandemic. It's a pandemic. They're gonna need that money's, money. Money's hard to make. Yeah. Yeah. Make some your of, money where you can. Some of these guys are maybe depending on those bonuses. They gotta put a swimming pool in. Yeah. You already put the down payment on the pool. <laughs> That's right. Let's see. Let's get out of the news. This is boring me. Let's go to preseason. Preseason has concluded. Preseason, you know, it's an opportunity for a lot of guys. Maybe it's not a realistic look 
at things to come during a regular season. But sometimes players shine, and there was no summer league this year. But I think it's important to always not put too much weight on preseason. Some players stood out to me. I watched a little bit of Washington rookie Danny Advia. He looks okay. I think he's got a lot of work to do. He doesn't appear to have a lot of like offensive moves to the basket, but uh, he looks big. I think he's a capable shooter. He didn't shoot terribly well in the preseason, but I think he's just adjusting to the NBA. His shots weren't really going in, but he's not scared to take them. And he's not scared to take it in the lane. He has like this one move. He's going to have to work on more moves. He's got like this one move where he goes right. He loves to go right, and he cradles the ball and just gets a, uses his length to get layups. He looks pretty good. He's got some adjusting to do, I, I think, though. Uh, what, did you guys see any guys in preseason? Did you guys watch any preseason games? I watched uh, the Grizzlies-Hawks, the first one. And I watched. I guess I watched a little bit of the Timberwolves, a couple of few minutes of the Timberwolves games. Bain looks good. He can hit, hit the three ball. That's all you can ask for a rookie, right? Mm-hmm. Jaw looks unbelievable for the Grizz. Mm-hmm. But as far as specific standouts outside of the Grizzlies, I really, I got, I don't have a whole lot to say. I think the just looking at the Wolves stuff, the Wolves are going to suck defensively. Yeah. Anybody else? I watched limited That's preseason cool. this year. Yeah, I understand. Shit, I didn't watch a whole lot either. What I watched about? a little. I watched the. I watched the Grizz preseason games. I watched the, uh, the thrilling finish to the uh, Sacramento Sacramento Kings Golden State Warriors, uh, while we were drafting Tuesday night. <laughs> Sacramento Sacramento came back in the fourth quarter to win that game. Yeah, Kyle guy from Virginia hit a yeah. hit a three. Yeah, dude, I watched that, and um, I'm watching the last minute or two of that game the next day, and I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? There's no way they win this game. <laughs> it's like how does this happen because i'm anticipating it while i'm watching it i'm like how does this happen yeah go carry on please yeah besides that game and uh in the grizz preseason i didn't i didn't watch much i was i was really hoping to catch the two teams i wanted to kind of see in preseason the most were really phoenix and washington uh, just because i wanted to see how the two uh new point guards there worked with their two superstar shooting guards you know chris paul with Devin booker and then uh, Russell Westbrook with Bradley Beal, but we didn't we didn't see much. I think I think Russ played the some of the first half of the last Wizards preseason game. I think he played like 14 minutes or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then I don't I don't remember Paul playing at all for Phoenix. I think he's got like a like a leg injury, yeah. a minor leg injury or something. He's nursed. I think there's probably just an excuse to hold him out because right. Paul didn't want to play preseason. No, <clears throat> but I'd kind of earmark those two teams because I want to. I thought that those two teams would would look the most radically different, but since you know those guys weren't playing, I didn't really go out of my way to to try to tune in. So, what about you, Evan? Did you watch any hoops? Yeah, I mean, other than the Grizz games, you know, I watched the uh, Celtics Nets game uh, just because I wanted to see Durant since he's on my fantasy team and make sure that he's uh, still uh, a basketball player. <laughs> and uh, they look good, man. Brooklyn looked good against Boston. Um, it's preseason, so like not putting too much into it, but I mean, I think I think Brooklyn's going to be good this year. I mean, yeah, not sure if they're going to be good enough to be title contenders, but 
definitely going to be another East team in the East to contend with. Yeah, I'd put them in the top three in the East. Top four at worst. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Durant's, Durant's still good. Durant's still good, man. I mean, he doesn't need <laughs> to be super quick to play his game. He can still drain it from three. Yeah. Like, that, without even looking, without even trying. That shot is pretty ridiculous. Silky He can smooth. pose guys, too. Uh-huh. He's pretty much un- unguardable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw one clip on Twitter or something, and it's like a rookie guy comes up to face him, and uh, he doesn't even get close enough to Durant to face him. He just pulls up and jacks up a three at the top. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, dude, you can't give Durant that room ever, rookie. Right. <laughs> Not even Durant yeah. if he was on one leg. <clears throat> yeah, but other than that, like, I think Bain's going to be really good for the Grizz this year. He, he's just, that guy's just a, he's a specimen, man. He's, like, huge, <laughs> and he can shoot, and he can get to the bucket. So, I don't know. I think he's going to be a, a good ad. I said that he reminded me of Kyle Lowry. Does anybody see that? Yeah, I think his hustle and knack for the ball and, He's bulky. He's about six inches taller than Kyle Lowry, isn't he? Yeah. It's like a shooting guard Kyle Lowry. Maybe he's not a playmaker, but he's a better shooter than Kyle Lowry was coming in the league. And it's just kind of the way he moves around the court. Just really reminded me of Kyle Lowry. I don't know why. Yeah. Weird thing that I noticed. Maybe I'm way off. Maybe, <laughs> maybe not. Uh, anybody got anything else? We, uh, let's get into uh, what we're all here for. No, let's get into the fantasy. I think preseason was preseason. Yeah. Let's talk about the draft. Let's talk about okay. fantasy basketball. I gotta close this door. Kate's watching uh, Grey's Anatomy at like top speed in the basement. <laughs> here, all I hear is just like techno music. <laughs> what the fuck? Grey's Anatomy. Does she watch ER too? No. Scrubs. <laughs> Apparently, this Grey's Anatomy season is all about the COVID. She's like, this hits too close to home for me. Mm. Like, okay. All right. Well, that seems like a great way to decompress. After I was going to say, yeah, just relive it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, just uh, relive it all. <laughs> she goes to bed sweating, just angry. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> she has the better mask. <laughs> <laughs> Does she have to wear a mask at work now that she has had the uh, whatever they call yeah, it man, antidote? You know, we gotta wear fucking masks for the foreseeable future. She's only had the first dose of the vaccine. Yeah, but yeah, you have to still wear your mask. Okay, just checking. I mean, she'll have to wear it even after she goes back for the booster. I assume. Because she, oh can, yeah, can she still carry it and pass it on and just be immune to it's, it? It's. Uh, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but you're you're 95% less likely to get a severe case of COVID-19, and then you're like, I believe it's 50% less likely to just be infected with the virus. So you can still be infected with the. It's like you you get a flu shot, but you can still get the flu. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's kind of the same sort of thing. Okay. Ooh. But but if you get enough of the population immunized mm-hmm. and then you cut the transmission rate in half, basically, then you will then start seeing numbers decline. Yeah. And then if half 
of the people that are transmitting it right now are not transmitting it, then you move that down the road further, then there's so much less transmission. It's it's as if you know Sturgis happened in South Dakota because they're fucking assholes in South Dakota and the governor's fucking stupid as shit and let Sturgis happen. And if we didn't have Sturgis in the upper Midwest, you would have like 300,000 less cases of COVID or something ridiculous like that. Yeah. So you can imagine if you cut transmission in half across the nation, how much of an impact that would have. I'm just trying to think like, no, we're, we're wearing masks for a long fucking That's time. what I'm thinking. Like I could see the health department saying, no, if you work in a restaurant, you just wear masks now while you work. Yeah. Probably for the next, at least two or three years. That's crazy. Ugh. Anyway, have you seen Bo? Have you seen? Uh, have you looked out the window to see Bill Gates like hanging out in your front yard? Or do you? <laughs> no, do you not. It's been his helicopter. Like maybe after the after the booster, he'll it's, he'll track I, you down. Actually, been his helicopter. Yeah, Bill Gates is onto us. That's a, that's a big concern of mine. If I get the vaccine, I'm just you know, <laughs> is Bill Gates just going to be like hanging out on my front porch? I think so. Let's face he's gonna it. Use your, he's he's, he's, he's going to use your body as like a super processor that engages with everyone else's <laughs> to build a giant computer. I got news for like you, you, fucking asshole. If you get the vaccine, <laughs> if you get the vaccine, like Bill Gates just knows he can, he can. Oh, there's a house I can pop by and use the bathroom if I'm in the area. You know, <laughs> let's see what's in the fridge. He knows I have a. Uh, a Toto washlet, so he he would be stopping at my house. <laughs> you poor white trash motherfuckers are not getting the vaccine <laughs> ever. Actually, you guys in the restaurants, you get them before my fucking ass will, and Evan's ass. We'll see. My ass. <laughs> Sign me up. Get I'll get the vaccine in my arm. I'll get it in my ass. <laughs> yeah, I'll get it in my ass. I'll take. Give me the. Give me the all the microchips. I don't care. <laughs> All the microchips. Just as long as whatever's I don't slip in into a coma. Whatever, whatever's in it, I want it all. All right, let's get into this, this fucking draft. So yeah. where do you want to start? I mean, does somebody want to explain the league a little, or do I have to fucking do that too? <laughs> 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 okay, well, hold on. Let's do it this way. So Jeff, not only is he the originator of the House of Hoops, he's the originator of championship league is which is the league we play in it originated probably 10 years ago More. through jeff wisdom and <laughs> foresight <laughs> and he started it on nba.com when you could have 30 team leagues mm -hmm. well nba.com stopped doing that back in probably 2010 so then we had to jeff and all his his foresight and wisdom moved the league from nba.com to yahoo which was a pretty good option at the time and still continues to be a decent option for fantasy basketball. And so now we have, he, excuse me, he hosts the league on Yahoo. He's the commissioner and we have 20 teams and uh, we have a, it's 20 team, eight cat, eight categories head to head, which means eight categories are turnovers, no turnovers, but you have points, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, field goal percentage, free throw percentage, and three-pointers made. And uh, it's it's since it's head-to-head, -head, it's not – it's each category is a win. So if Jeff, which once again, Jeff is the greatest, when Jeff beats me eight to zero, I get zero points for the week, and Jeff gets eight points for the week. So in the standings, I'm at the very bottom, 
as per usual. And as per usual, Jeff is at the very top with eight wins. I'm at zero wins after week one. Uh, what else is there to say about it? Well, the rosters. The rosters, yes. We have initially. He has, he has the rosters more restrictive than I would. He has point guard, shooting guard, <laughs> small forward, power forward, center. And three years ago, I begged and pleaded with him. I think I even had to send him a check and he put a utility on the roster <laughs> and each week you can have, you have a maximum of three acquisitions per week. So you have to really game plan. Am I going to get the maximum number of streams with this ad? And if it comes Sunday, you can add a guy for the next week and then you kind of almost get four streams per week. So you got to determine like, if I play, if I'm playing Jeff, then I'm not just not going to do anything. I'm going to save all my streams for the next week because mm -hmm. Jeff's going to beat me. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to beat the next guy. Uh, and that's that's kind of it. My strategy with the streaming is I usually try to do one or two a week and not, you know, maybe somebody gets hurt or some weird news comes out and then you can grab the, the, the hot free agent. You don't want to use up all your streams acquisitions in a week. Yeah, see, so I don't usually do the streaming. I just try to draft a perfect team. Wait right. a minute, you, Bo, it, Bo it, you do it, one to two a week? <laughs> it's Jesus. getting extra players. <laughs> He's out here I'm trying to get kidding. extra players. Yeah, try to get extra games. He's trying to get extra games in there. He's getting his fucking, yeah. he's fluffing his roster. Well, that's the thing is like, I'm not very good. Jeff's really good. I, I'm not good at all. Jeff won last year um, and I didn't. The, the thought process for the point guard through center rosters was just to be able to like create an actual starting five like you get to create an nba starting five and then you have your bench guys so we used to do five starters five bench it's then it's changed to six starters and four bench we added two bench spots for covid this year so there's six it's it used to be the top 300 players in the league back when it was on nba.com and that was about 14 years ago and now it's the top 200 players because we are sorry it it was the top 200 players with six starters and four bench and now it's 6 12 times 20 the top 240 players is that right yeah that's right in the league so yeah the idea is to create like a your ideal starting five. I put the utility spot in. That was a compromise for Bo Brady. <laughs> it was. I demanded it. And it, I demanded it. It gives I more flexibility. I appreciate the utility spot. Yeah. It makes it a little more fun because you're not as hampered by position limits on players. If you have two guys that are only point guards, then you would have to pick one. Well, the utility gives you an option to play two guys that are only point guards or two guys that are only centers, et cetera, et cetera. So I think we covered the league rules and how great Jeff is. Yes. You're pretty close. So, I mean, we can keep going. Jeff's the branding champion uh, with a footnote. <laughs> have we covered how many times Bo has won the league, though? Yeah. Does anybody have the he's records? Being he's being modest. <laughs> yeah. I have to go back and look. I think I've won it twice or three times. On, on Yahoo, it goes back to 2008. Evan, have you ever won it? I won it twice. No big deal. Is that really? I'm, look, I'm looking right now. I'm trying to figure out if he's lying. <laughs> I don't believe him. <laughs> I won it twice, and I got a second place once. 
Yeah, you got in 2015, Rhode Island Dogs won. That was you, right? Yeah, and I won the year before last, too. I don't know what the, my stupid team name was. Let me get the trophy. I've got I've got three <laughs> years, 20, 2010, 2014, 2016, and there's four years to go, so hold on. He's a human Uzi. Whoa. Yeah, he, he's a human Uzi. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, 2017 was uh, Hausman. You got first place, and I got second place. Mm-hmm. That's right. That was that was a good that was a great season i agree then he's yeah there's 2018 was human uzi yeah so i've won it three times and i've got second third and twice second and third place all right all right so that explains that kind of explains what the league is and kind of gives a little perspective about what we're talking about so the last two years we've done an auction draft, which with twenty teams. Uh, 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 it's a salary cap draft. <laughs> Nobody calls it auction draft anymore. You slave driver. Oh, is that why they changed it? <laughs> I guess so, huh? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sean Sean called it an auto an auction draft. So yeah, that means it's okay, right? I think for the time being we're allowed to say it, but that'll probably change. I think. I think there's a grace period. Yeah, there's grace. So it's, it's it's a salary <laughs> cap draft. So for, for the salary cap draft, the first selection was Lamelo Ball for five dollars. And uh, to in another perspective is that you only get two hundred dollars to spend, and usually it's ten players for two hundred dollars. But this year it was twelve players for two hundred dollars. First pick was who? Lamelo went first. Five bucks sounds about right for him. Yeah, usually people put up like goofy people early that they want to see other people spend a lot of money on. Like, I guess they thought whoever it was that put them up thought that somebody would pay outrageously for LaMelo. Didn't really happen. Last year's draft, the first player nominated was uh, Brandon Clark. And I'm pretty (laughs) sure that was just a... To try to get me to spend all of my money. <laughs> <laughs> it was somebody you knew. Yeah, it was it was Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, it, so there's, I mean, there's 20 people in this league. Uh, some of them have been in the league for a very long time, 10 plus years. A lot of them are people that, between the four of us or several other people, Laddie's in the league, he missed the draft. But it's all, a lot of it's people we know. A lot of them I got off of, like, the Grizzlies message boards back in the, Mid two thousands, I guess. Yeah, the later two, later two thousands. So there's like Spanish people, and there's some Kiwis in there that Bo knows. I don't know. It's a whole Actually, bunch the of Kiwis, pull, the Kiwis, uh, they pulled out. Did they? Are they not? They're not in it anymore. No, like they had a. He had a conflict last year, and then. Uh yeah. And then mm-hmm. his other buddy did not. I don't know. I, I feel like they had some weird conflict and. Yeah, the, I don't think the timing is very good for them. No. Well, well, let me put it this way. I don't really know everybody in the league, but we know most everybody. There are some strangers that have just been in there forever when we were trying to fill out a 30-team league or whatever. We had some leave this year. Yeah, which is okay. R.I.P. Pistol P. Rest in peace, Pistol P. Oh, no, bummer. Yeah, he was a day one guy. He came over from NBA.com. All right, so I've got one question 
that I would like to hear y'all's input. Who did you get that you actually really wanted on your team? I got Trey Young. I was I was in it for Trey Young. I don't know that I wanted to spend sixty four bucks on him though. Hmm. Trey Young. He's kind of the poor man, Steph Curry. What's the name of your team this year? Cheese butts. The Chicago Cheese Butts. Ah, uh, the Chicago mm. Cheese Butts. Cheese Butts. <laughs> Very adult. <laughs> he gonna yam on you. <laughs> so you wanted Trey Young. You spent sixty-four dollars, and then you got KD. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think that's a little overpaying, but uh, I don't think so in the league I, like I was, this. I, I'm okay. I'm okay with. I'm okay with that one. Let's see. Seven of Evans twelve players went for a, a dollar. <laughs> I spent all of my money up front. Yes, you did. Like I usually do. I don't think it's a bad def- strategy. Yeah. I uh I wish I probably would have I, I definitely think I should have paid a little bit less for KD and or just bailed on him. Mm. I'm not sure why I I hung in for that one. Yeah, you could have gotten Nikola Vucevic and Kyrie Irving for $69. Yeah, that was that was a that was a poor play. On my part, yeah. I don't know. He might be. He, Katie's awesome. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, you could have had like Westbrook and Nurkic for the same prices. Yeah, I mean, other than that, I think my team's okay, but I definitely think I overpaid a little bit up front. Top heavy. Well, you're okay because you have two really good players and you didn't have to pay like $80 for either of them. It's when you start spending like. 80 plus dollars for players that so you start burning through cash really fast. Yeah. Like if you get two $80 players, that leaves you for $40 to fill out 10 roster spots. Yeah. Like yeah. if you pay, if you were to pay $89 for James Harden. Right. Really, <laughs> Just hypothetically. Your roster after that. Yeah. I paid $89 for James Harden. Of course I wouldn't pay $89 for James Harden. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you pay $89 for James Harden? Of course I paid $89 for James Harden. <laughs> uh, I'm fine with my team. I don't know. Bo, did, was there anybody that you wanted, like you were specifically seeking out and you actually were able to obtain this player? I, I really did not have anybody speci- in a, an auction draft. I don't really like to target specific players. I kind of like the team to come to me a little bit. Mm. I I didn't get my first player until like the 29th selection. Mm. So I was feeling a little a little panicky at that point. I was like, shit, I don't have anybody. Yeah, that's a long way to wait. And Shea Gillis had Alexander came up and I felt like, all right, well, I'm going to try and get this guy and then I kind of it looked like he was going to go in the th- like for around $35. And then was it Brian was I bidding against you for that? Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, and then you and I just kind of bid him up to forty-eight, and then oh. I think you made a mistake and did not continue bidding. Um, I was said. definitely bidding you up on him as well. Um, <laughs> I, I would have let him go, I think, at fifty-five or somewhere thereabouts. But I felt like forty-eight was pretty good for him. And then once I got Shay, I just felt like I needed to get a young team, and that's kind of what I did. I got a really young team. I don't know. I didn't really have anybody in mind. I I all like. This team, Clyde, he was bidding up Kyrie. Kyrie's about to go for like twenty-five or twenty-six, and I got I bid him up to about thirty-five, and that was where I got cut off on Kyrie. I let him take it, Kyrie for thirty-six. 
you know, maybe I should have kept going. Kyrie might may end up being worth 40 or 50 bucks. I don't know, but Clyde drafted really, really well. Who is Clyde? No clue. He didn't pay. He, I think he's got a good team and he didn't pay his highest play players. Vucevic. For Vucevic. Yeah. And that's the highest he paid for any player. $39. He got Middleton for 29. At that point I was yeah. out of money basically. Huge. Yeah. The, when you wait like this guy did, you can get a lot of uh, players cheaper than you would have gotten him if they were put up to auction early or yeah, put up to salary cap. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, he's, no. yeah, he's governed. He's, he governs a great team. I, he kind of did what <laughs> I did last year where I just got a lot of middle of the pack guys. I didn't spend outlandishly on anybody, but, uh, I, I think you can afford to pay a little more for like at least one high caliber player. He's got some good players, yeah, but he's a little weak. I don't know, like Marcus Morris, Alec Burks. I think Burks could be decent because you never know what Tibbs is going to do. But yes, Marcus Morris is not going to be very good. The Knicks went from having ten power forwards to having ten point guards, or let's say ten guards. They have so many guards. We're guards. The, the Knicks are the guards. <laughs> the gardens. <laughs> the garden guards. <laughs> uh, Bo, your highest paid player was uh, DeAndre Ayton? Yes. $50. Is he most improved player of the year next year or something? I have no idea. I it was That was my third pick at the 49th selection, and I again, was feeling a little bit like I needed to get a center to go with my team. He shot, he shoots a pretty decent percentage from the free throw line. So I feel like there's decent upside there. He's young. And in the COVID year, I kind of want young players. Hmm. Because they don't go out as much. Just younger people tend to do better with this virus. So when they catch it. Yeah. Yeah. They catch, uh, younger people catch it more than anyone else. But it's yeah, it's been my experience that twenty year olds are the highest susceptible age grouping of COVID. Are they all get yeah, they're all getting it at this point. <laughs> yeah. Let's see, Laddie left fifty seven dollars on the table. <laughs> and he got Steph Curry. He paid He left DeAndre Ayton on the table, basically. He got Steph Curry for seventy seven. How does that How work? Did he get- how did he get that if he didn't attend the draft? I'm not sure if he was there or what happened. Did he – is there a way to Can set you, up like a queue? I don't know. I, I think the bot just did that for it just Laddie. It bets against people? Uh, okay. Yeah, like it won't, go no, over, think, it won't go over a certain level. Like someone nominated Raymond Felton thinking the bot was going to, oh, my God, Raymond Felton. And, <laughs> and then the, guy, the bot didn't actually do anything. I think in the – I think in the – in the salary cap draft, I think you can pre-rank players with a oh. with a amount. Yeah, I think so. Like it's it's possible that he that he ranked Steph Curry and said I'll pay you know, the highest I'll go is eighty bucks. The highest I'll go is two hundred bucks. Yeah. Oh, let's be serious. He didn't do that. He might have, <laughs> knowing that he wasn't going to be there. Possible. It's possible. Okay. And then and then maybe. like he probably did it for like it's, three players maybe. Improbable, but not impossible. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> uh, 
because he got Drew Hol- he got Drew Holiday with the third pick for thirty five dollars. I mean, he had to. Have- and that's somebody that I could see Laddie wanting. Yeah, like he, he went through. Actually, and- he's been talking up Drew Holiday for months now. Yeah, he likes Drew Holiday in in Milwaukee. We we talked him into it. I think. Yeah, I think he did like have some targeted players. Why else would he end up with Drew Holiday and Eric Bledsoe? He loves both those guys. Do you think he was confused when he when he was searching for players and he typed in D R E W <laughs> and Drew Holiday didn't pop up? <laughs> no comment there. <laughs> Just jokes, laddie. <laughs> we, we love you buddy <laughs> yeah laddie's going through it right now give a kid a break just having fun because he's not here to defend himself yeah <laughs> and maybe if you show up we wouldn't make fun of you so much <laughs> well just as much mm-hmm. yeah we'll get him back in soon Let's see. What else do we want to talk about? But Evan, did was there any player that you were you really wanted, and you ended up actually? I mean, besides uh, Trey Young, I mean, I think I wanted him, but uh, I oh, always yeah. always go for I always go for Drummond. Yeah, Drummond, even though even though his free throw sh- is shit, and my I usually just punt on free throws. Drummond pretty much does everything else. Yeah, you're gonna be punting free throws with Drummond and Aaron Gordon. Yeah, my free throws are always shit. You did get JJ Barrera, so that's good. Huh. I think I have already <laughs> dropped JJ Barrera and like four other guys that auto drafted. <laughs> and pretty much, I pretty much went to sleep around uh, eleven and was like, I can't do this anymore. Oh, so you got through like five picks? Yeah, I got through five, <laughs> five ish. I mean, pretty much until I was down to one dollar max. Yeah, and was like, "Fuck this! This isn't worth waiting for." I don't know. There were some good dollars out there. Some good dollars. Were you, uh, <laughs> Evan? Were, were you drafting from your phone? No, because because we we missed you in the Zoom. No, I was drafting from my computer. Uh, you just didn't feel like no, putting I, on I pants. Think, no, I saw your your Zoom thing as I was going to sleep, and I was like, "Not happening." <laughs> hmm. Let's see. What about you, Brian? Did I already ask you? No, I'd kind of uh, I'd when I heard that Jason Tatum grew two inches, I kind of earmarked him as a guy <laughs> I wanted on my team, uh, especially with with Gordon Hayward gone. I mean, he's already the the focal point of that team. I feel like, but uh, with Hayward gone, I just feel like he gets he gets more touches. Yeah, I mean, I I got I got John Morant, which I was pretty happy about. I didn't I didn't win a player till pick number thirty one, and that was Ja for sixty bucks. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, you get to, you know, you get to 30 picks and you don't have a player on your team. You kind of go, okay, Ja, I like him. I'll just start bidding. <laughs> I need, I need a player. I think you did pretty so good. Happy to, get, hmm? happy to get Ja for 60. I think, I think he has a big year. Um, I mean, he's, he's going to be a huge points and assist guy. He's going to get a lot of minutes. Second pick was at 39. Jason Tatum, page 75 which is probably not as much as I expected to pay, especially getting him at 39. But I think it was a surprise that he got nominated that late. Yeah. And, I mean, you see a guy like that in the, in the thirties and forties, a guy like him pops up and everybody goes, everybody who has any money left over goes, Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, I'm spending some of this money. 
so yeah, John and Jason Tatum were guys I'd kind of earmarked guys I wanted on my team. I was I was really happy with my third pick at sixty nine, CJ McCollum for twenty nine dollars. That was excellent. I believe you and I were bidding. I believe me, Jeff and I were bidding on him, and then back you, and forth, and we were both had gotten kind of low on money. Yeah, um, but I think that was a big good pickup for me at twenty nine. He's a big minutes guy. Yeah, I got priced out on him. I'm sure of it. No, I priced you out at twenty nine dollars. That's pretty. <laughs> that's pretty bad. Our, our budgeting skills are not great. <laughs> no, not the best. I like what you did with Montrez Harrell for ten bucks. Harrison Barnes for two dollars. Dario two dollars. Obi Toppin, you spent three dollars. Okay. I like Obi. I liked Obi. I knew Obi was gonna. You know, like I said, New York went from having ten power forwards to too so yeah. i figured obb and the rookie in new york uh is from new york he's gonna get some run yeah you got some good players you'll be okay you'll be right near the middle there you go <laughs> there's worse places to be <laughs> i'm just kidding i don't know how these things are gonna work out ever i thought it was interesting this guy uh l captain swaggy he's a new guy he spent 21 dollars on clay thompson Who's not going to play this year? Yeah, that, was, yeah, that that came out of nowhere. We we kind of wondered if, if he even knew that Clay Thompson was hurt. I feel and, like the, he was in an auto draft at that point. And then he got seven guys for a dollar. He basically got like Damian Lillard, Clay Thompson, Devin Booker, Jaron Jackson, and then like quit. No, he yeah, that Clay Thompson pick was he was on auto draft at that point because one of the guys that's been in the league for a while he nominated clay thompson and just watch it balloon to 21 mm-hmm. <laughs> uh what else do we care about in the draft is anybody worried about anything does anybody, COVID. Does anybody need to be talked off of a cliff yeah i'm worried about like i think this year is going to be like i know there's less players in the, in the nba than in like in football but i just think there's gonna be random guys pulled for like 10 days and then your team is shot for that week and there's nothing you can do about it well i don't know like missing one guy is gonna hurt but well if, if you it's paid not 80, your top let's just, guy let's just let's just say you paid 89 dollars for james harden and <laughs> he's already had covid and as it goes if you get reinfected with covid you tend to have a harder road to sow on your second infection so let's just pretend he puts himself in a situation where he gets infected again and then he's out for the year, basically. That's not good. Yeah, who spent the most money on of, one player? I think you did. What kind of situation do you think James Harden would find himself in where he could contract COVID? You know, I'm not sure, actually. I'm willing is to he, bet. Is he considered like an irresponsible player? I don't know if he's irresponsible, but I think he likes to go out and mingle. Yeah. I'd be willing to on, bet. I think he's on FarmersOnly.com a lot. I'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> you listen to me. James Harden has immunity. Immunity. He's already had it. He had it last week. He had it three weeks ago. He had it four. He's already had it five times. <laughs> he's built up a tolerance. He's had all the viruses. He's built up a tolerance. He's on so much goddamn penicillin. Nothing will ever affect him. Who was the? What does anybody know? What player? What was the highest amount of player went for? Was it was it Luca? I think it was Jeff. See, I think he did Harden. James Harden. James Harden went for eighty nine dollars. Luca went for ninety one dollars. Oh, there. Yeah, I, that 91? was Sean. I think. 
Holy shit. Yeah, Luca, 91. That was the highest one. Anthony Davis, 82. No, you can sort it on Yahoo. So Luca went 91, James Harden, 89, and then Jokic, 83, Anthony Davis, 82, Damian Lillard, and Giannis, 81, LeBron James, 79. And then it kind of, and then the, you have, Seth Curry, 77, Carl Towns, 76, and then Tatum. Tatum went 75. Yeah. I got them all so. printed out right here. Nice. <laughs> Jeff, will you um, will you find the very last page of that, and will you read off all the players that went for a dollar? <laughs> hmm. They're all on my team. <laughs> Do any of them look interesting? Rajon Rondo, Dalla. Uh, Josh Jackson, Dalla. Who does Josh Jackson play for now? The Detroit Gutter Balls. Uh, There's so many that went for a dollar, Brian. It's a, it's like two pages. Rudy Gay. Rudy Gay is for a dollar. Grayson Allen. I talked myself into Rudy Gay. <laughs> You're like, actually, this will be all right. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton went for $2. Sacramento, uh, everybody's ranting and raving about him in preseason. He was that big uh, point guard that was drafted. He was he was a guy we talked about earlier. How when he fell on the draft, it was, it was what Halliburton. He was he was the he was the the guard that that dropped in the draft that everybody was surprised that he went twelfth overall. Yeah, he he had a lot of praise coming into the draft. Six five, I guess he's a combo guard. And then I remember thinking, well, they already have a point guard, De'Aaron Fox. But I guess they'll play together. Let's see. Any other good dollars? Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain for a dollar. I got him. Harry Terrence Ross for a dollar. Jeff, you want to talk about your guy? Harry Giles? Yeah. Yeah, I got Harry Giles. Power forward center for a dollar. Felt like I did pretty good. I did okay. I kind of did what I wanted to. I probably shouldn't have spent $22 on Brandon Clark. But no, you shouldn't have. I think he's going to be sixth man of the year. I saw that you suggested that you believe that. Strongly <laughs> suggested. Yeah. I'd be willing to bet as much as $10 on it. <laughs> Did you find anybody to take uh, Joe Ingles off your hands, Jeff? No, not yet. I've been shopping Joe Ingles, Mr. Jingles. I've been shopping him and I've been trying to like package him with RJ Barrett so I can do like a. Two small forwards for a point guard. I'm a little weak at the point guard. All I have is Harden and Bane. I got uh, Landry Shamet for you. I don't want him. <laughs> I got Alfred Payton. Ugh. Like I said, like the Knicks have like eight guards. A mess. R.J. Barrett's probably the only guard I'd be willing to take from New York, and I already have him. I was pretty stoked. Just, uh, said jingles for KCP straight up. <sighs> eh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm looking for. I'll know it when I find it. I was pretty stoked on getting some three-point shooters like Gary Trent Jr. and Duncan Robinson. Put them with James Harden. I should be pretty good at three-point shooting. And Bain win and if he plays. I got some bigs. Valentunas, Harry Giles, the third, 
Al Horford, whatever. The draft is always like one of the funnest parts about fantasy basketball or any fantasy sport at all, for that matter. You get to kind of compile your team. I don't know if is anybody like really really happy with their team this year. I think I am. I like that I have a bunch of young guys in a weird year. Yeah, I think that's a good thing. I don't know if that matters. But, well, exactly. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I think it'll. Well, I think it'll be fun at least from from being a fan as far as that perspective because I'm gonna keep up with some young dudes that I probably wouldn't have otherwise. From that perspective, I just it'll be fun to watch some of those games and pay attention to those players. Yeah, it's fun to root for the young young uh, rookies. Yeah. See what they got. See who they are. Yeah. I'm with you there. I got an excuse to watch the Knicks games. I'll watch Obi play. Yeah, he's fun to watch. I like him. He dunks the basketball a lot. I think he's that's, gonna, that's fun. I think he's going to be a player. Evan, what do you think about your team? You want to just break it down? Just tear it apart for us. Uh, I think I have like a solid five to six players, and the rest is trash. Right. So, in a twenty, you know, in a twenty-team league, I think that that's okay. Middle of the ground, like middle of the road team. <laughs> so if I can actually, if I can make some like decent pickups, like throughout the year, I can maybe sneak into the playoffs. We'll see. Yeah, there's nobody I want from your team. <laughs> well, good because you can't fucking have them <laughs> perfect <laughs> I don't know what else is there to talk about guys I didn't really like form a whole lot of questions no that's about it we kind of covered the league and talked some shit to each other I think it's pretty good yeah I think that probably does it is there anything else anybody wanted to get off their chest or say no <laughs> okay uh, all right Pick should game? We, should we pick, do pick game. game? Yeah, pick game. So we have to do – we got to pick a pick game before everybody leaves. There's All an right. ESPN game. I know you don't like those, but on Wednesday, the ESPN game that stands out – the game that stands to me on Wednesday is the Mavericks Suns. Uh-huh. Oh, that lines oh, one and a one. half. The, the game's in Phoenix. Not that it matters, I guess, anymore. Dallas is favored by one and a half. I feel like that's a good game. Yeah, that was on my list for sure. It's a late game, 10.30 Eastern, tip. Not a bad choice. I That's do, my choice, but go on. I, I like it. Other games that we have on Tuesday, it's the first game. It's on TNT, Warriors-Brooklyn. Maybe we see Wiseman. We see what Duran is. It's interesting. It's a little high profile for us. The next one that I saw was uh, more Wednesday games. A lot of Wednesday games. Washington, Philly. That's probably like a one star. We'll do a five star system. You know, five star man. <laughs> Washington, Philly is probably like a one star, but that's Westbrook and that's Philly. That's could be fun. The next one was San Antonio at Memphis. That's a one star game. Uh, I just want to watch it because it's Memphis' first game. We'll probably watch that anyway. So we'll take that out of the equation. The next one is Utah at Portland on Wednesday. So that's a late game as well. It's going to be a league pass game. I like where you're at with Dallas-Phoenix. Utah-Portland or Dallas-Phoenix, I feel like, is probably the way to do it. There's no games on Christmas Eve on Thursday. 
Friday, if we want to make it a Christmas Day game, I don't know what you guys are going to be doing on Christmas Day, but New Orleans plays Miami at noon on ESPN. Brooklyn plays Boston at 5 in the evening on ABC. And then Saturday, the next day, Houston plays Portland, the late game, on NBA TV. So where where what are we thinking? Uh, Evan, I know you probably don't give a shit, but which game would you rather watch? Uh, I mean, I like, uh, you said Miami, New Orleans, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I like, I, I like, I like watching Miami after watching the finals and their run in the, in the bubble. I like, I kind of became a fan of their, their team. And I definitely want to see some Zion and mm-hmm. some of the other dudes on the Pelicans. So I think that sounds good to me, but yeah, there may be a better game than that to watch. Oh, that's a fun one for sure. <clears throat> it's one that I pointed, like, that stuck out to me for sure. Bo, you already said, and then Brian, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, Bo, Bo kind of said it for me. I mean, I, I, I shot away from the Christmas games, so I thought they were too obvious. But, I mean, the, I think the one for me there is uh, on Christmas is probably Mavericks-Lakers because you get, you get some Luka versus LeBron action. Yeah, our first pick game Saturday, is not going to be a Lakers game. Saturday and Sunday, nothing really jumps out at me. I mean, there's nothing there that really maybe, – maybe Rockets, Trailblazers on Saturday – you get some Harden versus uh, versus Dane Lillard. Uh, the Sunday slate just looks bad. There's really nothing on Sunday that jumps out at me. Nah. So if I'm so if I'm picking any, I'm taking that late game on Wednesday. All right. Um, you know, you're up late. You're drinking. You're wrapping presents. Yeah, um, I like it. Putting the finishing touches on everything. <laughs> putting the and tinsel then, on uh, the and tree. On Friday on Christmas again. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you're up you late, you're drinking, <laughs> you black out, you wake up in a McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> you wake up, you're working at a record store. <laughs> that was five years ago. Um, but yeah, the Christmas games, I like, uh, you know, I like Mavericks Lakers. The rest of the weekend, that's kind of eh. Yeah, we're not doing Mavs Lakers. Not a lot there for me. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. So, Shut so down. if you're asking me if if you're asking me what my pig game is, if I'm voting, it's uh, it's 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 Mavericks Suns on yeah. on uh, Wednesday. It has been decided. Dallas Phoenix Wednesday ESPN 10:30 Eastern 9:30 our time in Memphis. Uh, that's it. That's gonna be the pick game. We're gonna watch Chris Paul and <laughs> Luca and the young Phoenix team. We'll see what we can take away from it. I don't know. Uh, just watching the starting lineups is going to be fun enough for me. See who plays. Yeah, it's going to be. I think it's going to be fun. Be a and good game. On Aiton and Booker and all those dudes. Yeah, see how it's meshing with Chris Paul. I guess that's like the big story, huh? If Chris Paul plays. Yeah, hopefully Chris Paul's back from his uh, from his injury. I mean. I, I will tell you whatever that, it is it's keeping them out yeah it's probably just old I'll tell you what I'm definitely going to be watching the Warriors Brooklyn game anyway on Tuesday that's tomorrow that's night one dude like that's the real Christmas it's, it's night one of the NBA who's not like r- dropping everything to watch games on the first night and then Christmas day games we'll watch those anyway Wednesday 
that Grizz game will be watched anyway. I'll probably watch the Grizzlies game and then go straight to Dallas Phoenix. All right, cool. Pick game. What? It, just to remind people, what do we do for the pick game? Usually, it's not like a high-profile game. It's like a lower-level game, and we just try to like let you know what we thought about the game, what was interesting, what was important, matchups. Were there any good stories? Anything good happened during the game? Just kind of break it down a little bit as well as we can as struggling podcasters. Does anybody want to hang out for a minute and talk about gambling this week? Or does everybody need to go? I I need to split. Sorry to say it. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. (laughs) (laughs) Does anybody want to hang out? Is everybody out? Sure. I'll listen to you talk about gambling, Jeff. Well, you can talk about it with me. All right, boys, have fun. All right, Bo, thanks for Later, coming man. on. All right, see you. Go take Bye. it easy, man. Leave, yeah, some, leave some cookies and milk out for Bill Gates. I will. <laughs> my, you know he's after my Toto washlet. <laughs> All right. Bye. All right. Gambling this week. Jeff, do you, have a, do, you, do you have a song you play before this segment? I feel like you should. I should. I don't know. The only one I have is this one. You, can, you should totally play like uh, Money by Pink Floyd. <laughs> have, you, have you ever heard that song? <laughs> Look, last week we had an NFL parlay. We got close. Uh, I don't know. Did you guys watch any NFL? Do you guys watch NFL at all? I don't. You don't? I don't. Nah. All right, not well, really. Not not a lot. I have a I've got a rooting interest in the in the Tennessee Titans and the New Orleans Saints, um, but I mean I don't keep up. Yeah, with the league at a, on a whole, you know. Well, let me explain something to you. The Jets are a really bad team this year, <laughs> and yeah, they're uh, shit. They played the Rams this week. The Rams were favored by seventeen fucking points. That was like a throw-in game. In any parlay, you're like, oh, I'll just throw in the Rams game to boost the parlay a little bit, whatever. It's a guarantee, basically. The Rams fucking lost to the Jets by three points. Everybody had the fucking Rams this week. I don't care who you talk to. That was ridiculous. So the early games in the week, we had Buffalo. They covered and won. Green Bay covered. Green Bay did not cover, but they won. They were only a half a game off of the spread. Miami won. Baltimore won and covered. And then the Rams game happened. That kind of blew our whole parlay. And then we had Pittsburgh tonight. Pittsburgh was favored by 11 over the Bengals. 11 and a half, I think. And uh, I think they ended up losing. I didn't. Does, did anybody yeah. check in on that score? I think they lost. Oh, so we got four out of six, right? The Rams won. I mean, how the fuck did the Jets beat the Rams? I I didn't watch the game. I just saw the score, and I was like, what the fuck? What happened? I don't understand it. I can't wrap my head around that. But at least it wasn't just one game that blew our parlay. That's even more frustrating, it seems like, sometimes. It's just to have one loss. Um, obviously, I that, like, that was just the parlay I had for the show. We, you know, I had... Stuck my neck out on Chicago winning. I made a bunch of money on Miami. Miami's made me money all season. 
Chicago won. That was good. Kansas City won. I had parlays with Kansas City and New Orleans winning, so that was kind of a toss-up. But the one that counted, the one for the show, was another loser. I think next week I've got one that's going to work out. We've got New Orleans beating Minnesota. It's a seven-point spread. I'm taking the money line. We've got Tampa Bay. We're taking Tampa, Tampa Bay money line over Detroit. Miami, we're taking the points. It's two and a half over Las Vegas. The Raiders. Uh, Kansas City, we're taking a money line over Atlanta. I still, I mean, that one's kind of sketchy, but it looks like Kansas City can just beat anybody. Atlanta, oh, they've kind of won some games. I don't know. That one's, a little, I'm a little hesitant with that one, but I think Kansas City's got the win. They're favored by 10. And then Buffalo, six and a half. If it's six and a half, I'm taking the points. If it's seven, I'm taking the money line against New England. That line has been moving back and forth a little bit. Uh, and that'll do it for NFL picks. But I made a NBA parlay, too. And I'll ask you guys what you think about this, okay? It's five games. And it, stre- and it goes over from tomorrow till Christmas Day. <laughs> Lakers, two and a half versus the Clippers. Does that sound good? Yeah, I think that's good. I think you got that. Pelicans plus five at Toronto. I don't know about that one. So the Pelicans just have to lose by less than five? Toronto. It's hard hard to know what Pelicans are going to be like this year. Yeah, and it's always hard at the beginning of the season to know what teams are. But that's why I'm going with my gut instinct because it's it's a whole new year. And the, which team wants to come out starting with a loss, which team wants to come out starting with a win, is kind of the way I look at it. I think the Pelicans are good enough to beat Toronto. Uh, Milwaukee, minus two at Boston. I'm thinking, yeah. yeah. The Heat on the money line versus New Orleans. Pelicans. This is Christmas Day. Yeah, I'd take that. And then Denver money line versus the Clippers. That one's a toss up, it on, seems like. On Christmas. Yeah, I'm just picking which team do I think is gonna win. Yeah. I think uh, I think Denver I think Denver owns the Clippers. Yeah, I think so. I would just just Forever. from here until the end of time, if I see Denver <laughs> versus the Clippers, it yeah. doesn't matter where they're playing. I'm just I'm taking Denver. We're in your fucking head. <laughs> yeah. I think it's I think it's over for the Clippers versus Denver <laughs> for at least the next four or five years for at least the for at least the uh, extension for however long Paul George's contract is that's that's what I'm going with. I love that. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna bet this parlay. I think I already did it, but I don't remember what it's worth. <laughs> First in an NBA parlay of the season. Let's start out with a fucking win. I kind of like doing this like multiple games throughout the week. Just keep it going through the week. This may change to like every Wednesday we do a parlay because all like Wednesdays have a lot of games typically. We'll see. This shit will fluctuate. It's not ever going to be set in stone one way or another. Anything on this entire show. I don't know. What do we think? Do we feel good about this? Anybody got anything they want to add? That's it for the NBA parlay. No, I like it. I like it. Yeah. I, I, 
I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go against you on any of those picks, but you're you're the gambling expert. I'm not, so I'm no expert. If I want to bet this same parlay, what I, I gotta get a family dollar, huh? Yeah, you got a family dollar and just uh, walk in there. Get as drunk as you can first. Walk in there and just sure. throw money at the lady behind the counter and put it on my account. And, and scream those teams out. Scream those teams out. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> I don't know. You guys... Uh, you guys free next Monday? Sure. Yeah, probably. If not, if not, I'll at least call the hotline after the pick game. Yeah, <laughs> I want to. I want to do some pick game stuff. Evan, I don't know what your schedule is. I don't know how how uh, how how annoying doing this is for you. No, I don't mind doing. I I I feel like uh, if it's next Monday, if we did it a little bit earlier than nine, it would be better for me. Yeah, because I don't usually stay up this late, but I, I got tomorrow off, so I'm like, I don't give a shit tonight. Oh, uh, that's cool. Tomorrow off? What are you doing? I'm not doing shit, man. I'm doing as little as possible. What's wrong with you? I'm just taking some time off to not work. Yeah, what's that like? What you got a your paid vacation doesn't roll over. You gotta take some days. <laughs> yeah, pretty well, pretty much. Well, I've got I've got like two days that I didn't even use this year that are probably gonna I'm probably gonna roll over. But but yeah, I mean, pretty much I'm taking vacation just to not work. Staycation. That's fucking amazing. What a world we live in, where the haves have more and the have mutts have more nothing. <laughs> more nothing. And we're all gonna get six hundred dollars. Evan, beca- Evan became some bourgeois bastard talking about, oh, I'm going to take some paid days off. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to the working man I knew? Takes no days off. <laughs> Fucking soft. Evan's gone limp. Yeah. yeah pro- I mean, pretty much. Yeah. Just a husk of what I used to be. <laughs> well, Just an empty shell. <laughs> I ran into uh, I ran into Rob. What about him? Uh, how's it going, man? How you like working here? He's like, dude, it's it's great. It's like way less stressful than working in a restaurant right now. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Like, I feel you, man. Fuck. Yeah, I've had like um, periods where I've thought about like, is this even worth it anymore? Yeah, same. Like, if it's going to be like this, dude, where I have to fucking yell at customers and chase down gypsies about wearing masks, like, <laughs> this is so not what fucking working in a restaurant is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm I'm on fucking social duty. Social conformant duty. Like a goddamn Nazi. Yeah. Yeah. Every fucking day. Yeah, it's ridiculous. No wonder people are fucking staying home and not going back to work. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it either if I didn't have to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, your ass is so fucking hogtied to your job because your bloated salary and expensive living style. <laughs> <laughs> You've come accustomed to this like, elaborate lifestyle. It's not sustainable. Pay some shit off, man. 
I don't know, man. Like starting over in a call center somewhere doesn't seem like such a fucking bad idea. But damn it, those fucking computer screens are good. Put your ass to bed. Yeah. I can't. I can barely fucking edit this podcast without having like flashbacks to work in a call center. <laughs> like your back tightens I've got, up. I've um, got a buddy that does IT, and he was bitching about having to go back to work because he's been working from home. Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, I had to go back in the office." I was like, "Oh man, that sucks." You like around? He was like, "I hate it." And he's like, I'm, "I was thinking about quitting, but I've got all this other stuff tied in. Like they're paying for my school and this and this." And yeah. And he's like, I would just quit if all this other stuff wasn't tied into it. And I was like, well, man, when you go in, you're like around a lot of people. He's like, no, I mean, I'll just go in and go into my office and lock the door. And I don't see anybody all day. And I was like, that sounds great. <laughs> like, <laughs> like your wife works from home and your kids doing virtual learning. <laughs> like, it sounds amazing that you could leave the house every day for eight hours. Yeah. It's like, you don't see anybody. He's like, no, I like myself in the office. I don't see a soul. I was like, dude, <laughs> the grass is always green. Yeah, the I'm like, dude, it's not, you're not, you're not bagging groceries or like, you know, you're not in a high risk environment. You don't come in contact with a hundred people a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But staring at, staring at computer screens gets old for yeah. sure. Man. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, he's doing that at home. So I'm like, there's, yeah. you know, the difference is he has to put on pants. Right. <laughs> All right. You get used to not putting on pants though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did. I, I sounded I mean, I'm talking to him. I sounded like such a boomer. I was like, hey, man, you have a job. You're very lucky. Like, people aren't working right now. You're yeah. lucky to have it. And I was like, oh, my God, kill me. <laughs> what if I become? <laughs> you got old, man. Something happened. Yeah. It, ha- it happens. It'll, and it's one day it'll happen to you. <laughs> yep. Yikes. All right. I don't know. You guys want to stay on the line for like several more hours? <laughs> I'm going to go eat something. Yeah. I haven't eaten in like 30 minutes. So. Yeah, I need to go too. <laughs> it's been fun. I appreciate All y'all right, coming on, talking hoops with me. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. Thank you. Happy holidays, everyone. Everybody be safe. Wear a mask. <laughs> yeah, I mean, masks work. Believe it or not, dummy. (laughs) All right, we're fucking out of here. (laughs) You don't understand. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. Oh